Hey, hey, what do you say? It is a Seattle Kraken game day in Las Vegas. I'm your host, Erica Lindsay Ayala. Welcome to Locked on Kraken. On today's episode, we are going to get into what we saw between these teams last time, what the Seattle Kraken and Dave Haxtell are saying, or what they said at practice in Las Vegas yesterday, and if the Seattle Kraken can indeed get back on track. All that and more coming up on this episode of Locked on Kraken. You are Locked on Kraken. Your daily podcast on the Seattle Kraken. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. We are the Seattle Kraken. Hello again, fans. Welcome to Locked On Kraken. We want to thank you for making Locked On Kraken your first listen of the day. And this episode of Locked On Kraken is brought to you by rockauto.com. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Visit rockauto.com and tell them Locked On sent you. Okay, so we have a pretty pretty good show today. It is a Seattle Kraken game day. You can see, like, my voice is cracking a little bit. I'm on the road, just like the Seattle Kraken. But, uh, okay, so we are playing the Las Vegas Golden Knights. Here's the situation. Uh, the Seattle Kraken right now in the losing column looking to get back on track. The Seattle Kraken sit at 4-7-1 and one with nine points on the season. We talked about that yesterday. Yesterday, whereas the Golden Knights are six and six exact, sitting at 500 with 12 points. Now, a few nuggets from practice. I looked at the audio and then I'm also going to take you over to Marissa and Jemmy writing for the Seattle Times. We'll get into her article a little bit, previewing somewhat this game and also reviewing somewhat. Arizona. But here's what I took away from Dave Haxtell's media availability. Uh, this is a team that felt that the break, uh, they did not skate yesterday, Monday, traveled to Vegas, skated, um, or excuse me, on Sunday, uh, did not skate on Sunday, traveled to Vegas, skated there Monday ahead of today's, of course, morning skate and game. And Dave was just short of saying, that this is a concentration issue um, or that, uh, you know, that it was something that his team wasn't doing regarding um, urgency. Um, so, excuse me, I, I should say that he he alluded perhaps to concentration, but was uh, when Marissa and Jemmy asked if it was an urgency issue, said that he did not feel that was the case. He said, quote, the urgency of our team has been excellent. Um, I, I'm not sure I agree with that in the Vegas game in particular and some other games, but he continued to say, we played very hard and just slipped in a couple of areas the other night. And we know that, and we're going to own that in some respects, we've dominated parts of these games, but weren't complete. So it's just that realization of how complete we have to be on a nightly basis. I essentially think it's two sides of the same coin. All right. So you want to say your urgency is there, but you also saying that you're slipping in certain points, <clears throat> excuse me, 
to me, yes, it's definitely an inconsistent game, but the sense of urgency has to be constant, especially late in the game. And if we look at the Seattle Kraken and if we look at their numbers, it's late in the game where they have trouble. Goals by period. The Seattle Kraken only, uh, they give up 10 goals in the middle frame. We talked about this a little bit um, for the uh, Buffalo game. So they're giving up 10 goals while scoring 12 goals in the middle frame, the second period. But they let up and they concede 15 goals to their opponents um, in the third period which is the end of the game, which is exactly how they lost in Vegas, to Vegas. Uh, And then it's similar in the first frame as well. They'll score 11 in the first frame, the Seattle Kraken that is, but they let up on average, or excuse me, uh, on average, uh, they're let up 3.3 goals per game, but 14 of those goals come for opponents in the first period. So, The sense of urgency, all right, you know, Dave wants to kind of protect his team and and whatnot, but I I don't know that you can say that this team consistently plays with urgency as it is shown in these numbers. You don't even start the game with urgency, and you certainly don't finish it out and close it out with urgency. The only time we see urgency from the Seattle Kraken, as of right now, in my opinion, is in the middle frame. So, Maybe a little bit of play on words. Maybe I'm getting a little particular here, but Dave, like, come on. The urgency is not there, buddy boy. Like, it's just not. It's just not. We got to be honest. So anyway, but more on this, and this is coming from the Seattle Kraken game notes, the Las Vegas Golden Knights, they score most of their points also in the first or the third period. They score 10 in the first. They score 12 in the third. They give up the most goals in the middle frame and also score the least amount of goals. So for the Seattle Kraken, the numbers favor them in the second period. If they can diminish the mistakes, the lapses, the disappointing, as we talked about yesterday, play in the first and or in the third, I'd say and, not or. If they can eliminate the mistakes, eliminate the lapses, as Dave Haxel said, in the first period and the third period, then the numbers say that they should be able to establish themselves like they like to in the second frame and be successful. Um, Shots per period, the Seattle Kraken don't take a lot of shots late in the game. They take 96 shots um, as compared to their opponents, 106 shots. Now the Golden Knights, the only time they shoot more shots than in the third period is in the second period. They shoot 131 shots in the third period, 136 in the second period. Um, So these two teams built a little different by the numbers. And Seattle, they have to have a good start and they have to be able to shut down Vegas, especially if they happen to have the lead. Now let's go into the power play is down to 7.9%. Absolute basement for the Seattle Kraken. They have three power play goals on 38 attempts, nearly 40 times on the power play and only three, count them, three goals. Now the Las Vegas Golden Knights, not much better. They have two power play goals on 24 attempts. That's 8.3%, which has them at 31st in the NHL. 
Um, so now neither team has allowed a shorthanded goal. That's good. Another little nugget that we got from Dave Haxtell yesterday. I talked a lot about goaltending yesterday. Dave Haxtell asked about what was happening in net. Didn't have an answer. So maybe he's feeling what I'm feeling about Grubauer. Is it an injury? Is it mental? Is it physical fatigue? Is it a combination of all of those things? It's hard to say right now, but no guarantee that we're going to see Philip Grubauer in net. Does that mean Chris Drieger is ready to go? I guess only time will tell. I'm recording this before morning skate, so we'll get little updates throughout the day as far as who left the ice last and maybe anything that reporters like Marissa and Jemmy are able to get for morning skate. But coming up next on Locked on Kraken, I'm going to give you today's hockey odds and what our friends over at betonline.ag are saying about the odds. Who is favored to win this game? Seattle Kraken at Las Vegas. This is the first time the Seattle Kraken play the same opponent in the regular season. We are always talking firsts here. At this point, it's just a running joke, but that's what happens when you're an expansion team. Everything's the first, including, you know, your first shutout win, first shutout loss, this, that, everything. So we're going to hear what betonline.ag has to say about that. And then also get into some of the injuries, some players that we won't see on the ice, some players that we'll see um, – that we are still waiting to see what their kind of status is. And Dave Haxel got into that a little bit. You know, he doesn't talk about that too much, but that is what's coming up next. But I mentioned betonline.ag. They are a proud sponsor of the Locked On Podcast Network, and they are back and better than ever just in time for basketball, football, and, of course, hockey season. It's a new website. It's a new interface. But BetOnline remains your number one spot for basketball and football action this season. We want you to head to the website. Use a desktop. I'm on a laptop today. You can even use your mobile device. And if you sign up, for the first time, you get a 50% welcome bonus when you use promo code locked on. That's 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit when you use promo code locked on. So, whether we're talking football, basketball, hockey, of course, or even your favorite Las Vegas casino games, very on brand for today's game. Don't wait to take advantage of all of the amazing offers available this season. This 2021 sports season, Bet Online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your favorite sports. Bet Online, where the game starts. And now that you know where you can get your odds, we're going to talk about the odds for this specific game in just a minute. Now it's time to get your TV together with DirecTV Stream. Does this sound familiar? You've got one device that lets you catch the game live, another that lets you stream your favorite shows, you're watching your sports highlights on your phone, and you've got your neighbor's best friend's login for all the good stuff. Well, I want to tell you about a simple way to get all the entertainment you love without the hassle and a great way, as I mentioned, to get your TV together. It's called DirecTV Stream, and it brings you live TV and on-demand favorites together like never before, so you could watch your favorite sports movies, and shows all in one place. That means no more juggling remotes. No more need to buy another device ever again. And the best part, no annual contract. So get rid of the clutter and the confusion 
and get DirecTV Stream. It lets you get your TV together. You can find out more at directtv.com. That's directtv.com. Remember, a compatible device is required and content varies by package. All right, so you're going to get your TV together and let's get you these bets. Uh, lock, or excuse me, uh, betonline.ag numbers for the day. I'm going to show you. I'm going to share my screen for those watching on YouTube. And again, thank you for making Locked on Kraken your first listen of the day. So here we here's what we have for the lineup. Let me just let you know what we got. We've got Carolina at Tampa Bay, Los Angeles at Montreal, the Senators at Boston Bruins, the Panthers at the Devils, the Oilers, top of the table in the Pacific Division, and the Red Wings, St. Louis and Winnipeg, Pittsburgh and Chicago, San Jose and Calgary. And then we have right here, Anaheim and Vancouver are playing within the Pacific Division and as well as the Seattle Kraken, that's us, and the Las Vegas Golden Knights. Here you go. Here are the odds. That's what you can see here. And uh, Vegas, the favorite, the favorites. Okay, so let me just scroll up so you know what we're talking about. This is the puck line and then the money line. So um, puck line is basically essentially kind of talking about what is the projected amount of goals scored. Um, the, the Vegas Golden Knights also favored there. Um, so, you know. There, there go your odds. I'm not a betting woman, so I'm very much still learning. And betonline.ag is helping me learn about how to talk about betting. But you know, this is essentially what you can make on your return if you go for Seattle tonight. Are they going to get you the win? It depends. We talked a little bit about the numbers as far as the data numbers for these two teams. If the Seattle Kraken are going to win, I need to see a better performance than their average in the first and, I would say, third period, but at least one of those periods. But they also need to show that they can own that middle frame because that is um, the middle frame is the one where uh, the Las Vegas Golden Knights are not favored to win the middle frame. So uh, now goaltending. We don't know what's happening. I wouldn't be surprised if we see Chris Drieger. Um, I haven't heard anything regarding them calling up Joy Decord or anyone else. The Seattle Kraken, that is, because he was sent back down to the Charlotte Checkers. Um, so maybe Drieger's available. Again, this is being recorded before morning skate. So we'll kind of have to wait and see how some of that goes. Um, but speaking of injuries, so Chris Drieger has been skating on the ice. We know that. Um, now, I want to go to Marissa and Jemmy again, who re was reporting from Monday's practice. Uh, Marcus Johansson uh, has been on the injured reserve list since that first game and is considered to be day-to-day. -day. Also, Ryan Donato got injured in the game. Um, which game was that? Not. It wasn't Arizona. Oh, it was Arizona. Excuse me. Ryan Donato got injured in the first period in Arizona and, um, you know, is also considered day-to-day. -day. The only player that we know um, that's been on the injured list for quite a while, Colin Blackwell. No update is essentially what Dave Haxtell said there. Still working his way back. Um, 
he didn't commit. I mean, Dave Haxtell never commits to a timeline, but although he did say Donato and Johansson, Jojo, as he says, are day to day, did not make that same comment about Colin Blackwell. So that makes me believe that there is a little bit more of a process, if you will, right there. Um, and then Marissa and Jemmy writes in her piece for the Seattle Times, go check that out if you're not already. Marissa and Jeff Baker are our beat writers for the Seattle Times. Marissa writes, quote, he didn't commit to which goalie would face the Golden Knights. Backup Chris Drieger, who went on injured reserve after his lone relief appearance in Philadelphia in the fourth game, has yet to start a game. Philip Grubauer surrendered five goals for the first time since a loss to the Flyers. He allowed five goals just three times last season with Colorado. Oof. Um, so we'll see. Uh, we'll see what happens. Now, I want to go to <laughs> Marissa and Jemmy also asked Hayden Fleury about rivalries. And of course, that's another big thing. Like, who are the rivalries coming in? And how do guys feel about it? And, um, you know, when Hayden Fleury was asked about rivalries and if that's a thing, he's like, Oh yeah, it's definitely a thing. And that's all I'm going to say about that. So ooh, a little bad blood for sure. Again, you've got folks coming from every team except Vegas uh, in the expansion draft. And so you're always going to see a few uh, revenge games as I believe Marissa has been saying, but um, you know, I think, that the Seattle Kraken, they had that day off on Sunday. They're coming back to the ice on Monday. And they know that they're just not consistent enough, as Jonas Donskoy told media, as reported by Marissa and Jemmy. Uh, he says, quote, we played a tough game, so we have to get consistent here. But everybody is getting more comfortable. We've played some good hockey. We know we have everything we need in this locker room, and we can beat any team. So we need to start playing that game every night. And I mentioned this a little bit yesterday. The Seattle Kraken, and they're saying all the right things. They feel that they have what they need to win. Now they got to, you know, unleash, if you will. Eh? They have to unleash it. And someone's got to step up and show the team how to do that. Someone's going to go, like, out of their minds, just freaking cutting it up on the ice. I think Mark Giordano has done that. Scoring from the blue line, got that equalizing goal against Arizona. Massive goal. You saw the excitement. You saw him bringing everyone together in the huddle, getting everyone hyped. I think uh, Jordan Eberle and his play has shown that a little bit, but now it's got to be more. It's got to be more. So um, we'll see what happens there. Um, and, you know, another thing is that the Seattle Kraken, Hayden Fleury again saying, you know, we haven't had the best road record. Well, they played a majority of their games, especially early on, on the road. Now here's the thing. The last time these two teams played, I talked about, you know, the skate gate or whatever. I went on a rant last time these two teams played because, like, how the heck do you not know what a kicking motion is? I can't even. But um, the road, the road um, record right now for the Seattle Kraken is 1-5-1. One, they're three, two, and zero at home. The home record for the Las Vegas Golden Knights is four and three. So again, the numbers stack up in favor of the Las Vegas Golden Knights at home. 
Um, I think you got to start seeing a little bit more consistency and being sharp of mind on defense for the Seattle Kraken. I'll continue to say that. We also don't know who's going to be in net, uh, but Gruby only let up five goals three times all of last season, bit of a condensed season, or excuse me, with Colorado. Was that, let me, let me just double check. Uh, I want to double check that if that was, Yeah, okay, last season. I just wanted to double check. So he's only let up five goals three times with Colorado last season. He's already on track to do that. He's done it twice for Seattle. So unless we buckle up Gruby and we buckle up Seattle, these numbers for Philip Grubauer are going to be skewed in in a way that you don't want to see. So I'm very curious to see if the Seattle Kraken start to focus a little bit more defensively. That wasn't supposed to be the issue. That wasn't supposed to be the issue. I, how many times did I talk about it before even preseason started? Building from the back is what um, is what we heard this team was going to focus on. And... There's something left to be desired, not to mention that we talked about the forwards on this team before, not the biggest, not the snipers, top 10, you know, absolute killing it in the league. So defense is going to be important. But coming up next, uh, I'll get you ready for tonight. Uh, what the NHL uh, numbers are looking like and what what who are the top performers, excuse me, for both teams. And then um, I want to tell you a little bit about something. I mentioned it last week, but I want to tell you a little bit more about what to expect on a special episode. It's probably going to be a two-parter for Locked on Kraken coming up for the rest of the week where we're going to dive into some of what's happening in the NHL and beyond when it comes to sexual assault or just essentially any form of discrimination, abuse happening in hockey and throughout sports. That's coming up next on Locked on Kraken. But right now, let me tell you about my favorite family-owned business, rockauto.com. Now, you you can save time and money by going to rockauto.com. Instead of going to a brick-and-mortar store, you get there, you look at their catalog. Maybe they, you know, do a little search for you online just to find out that even if they do have your part, you're paying 30%, 50%, sometimes even 100% more than what you can find on rockauto.com. It's a family-owned business that has been serving do-it-yourself customers for over 20 years. The prices are reliably low for every customer. It's not special just for dealerships, not special just for mechanics. It's special for everyone. That means you, especially uh, when you go to their website because, well, that's how they operate on their website. Uh, They have everything you can need, brake part, tail lamps, motor oil, and even new carpet. Go explore their easy-to-use website today and find the solution to your auto parts needs. Now, what we want you to do is when you head over to rockauto.com, look for the uh, how did you hear about us box and then type in locked on so they know that we sent you. rockauto.com, amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. And once again, that's rock auto.com. Okay. So let's see what the NHL is saying about this matchup. Las Vegas hosting the Seattle Kraken 
It will be the second time. Now, I know this was the opener for ESPN, so there was a lot said about the uh, ice show. You know, they kind of project this show onto the ice. I've never been to Las Vegas for a game. I hear it's very exciting, so I'm going to put that on my list. But the ice show had the night kind of using the sun or I don't know, some kind of heat element and reflecting it off of his shield to then crack the ice and then the Kraken falls through the ice. I I guess it was kind of cool. You know, so many people talked about it. I was like, listen, we got hockey to talk about, but sure, ice show, cool. (laughs) I know, I'm such a grouch. I, I don't like the Zam Cam. I don't need ice shows or in football, uh, digital Jaguar or Panther or whatever, like jumping on the, I don't need all of that. I'm good to go. I'm good to go. Anyway. All right. Let's show you, let me share my screeny screen screen here. Let's see by the numbers over at, um, NHL.com. So we also see that this is an ESPN Plus Hulu game. Speaking of ESPN Plus, thank you so much for hosting the Premier Hockey Federation this past weekend. I was on the opening game call. We got a good one between the Metropolitan Riveters and the Connecticut Whale. The Riveters ultimately won that first game, but the Whale came storming back to tie the series, uh, the weekend series. So had a lot of fun. And the great thing about ESPN Plus, not sponsored, but I'm sure we're totally open to it. But whether it's the Premier Hockey Federation or the Seattle Kraken, you can re-watch those games anytime on ESPN Plus. All right, so this one's going to be on ESPN Plus, 10 p.m. Eastern time start. Now, here we go. Jaden Schwartz mentioned him a little bit, but you see here that Jaden Schwartz is uh, our leading our leading uh, scorer here with six points. I love this. I love this for Schwartzy. Um, you know, I've been wanting to see it for a while here. Uh, Eberly right there as far as leading us with goals. You know how I feel about the Triple J line. I'm all about it. McCann, we haven't gotten an update there yet. Went into COVID protocol. Uh, Schwartzy leading with assists. And then you see what... Uh, you know, what we got to contend with when it comes to Las Vegas. Let's look, though, at these goaltending numbers. We saw Lerner last time. He's got a 5 final record, whereas Gruby's got a 4 5 and one record. Save percentage 9.19 for Lerner, 8.86 for Gruby. Um, and then you see what the numbers are for backup Teddy. Just a, a few, like half a game, I guess, for Drieger before that injury. I wouldn't be surprised if we see Drieger. I don't think it's something necessarily that Dave Haxtell, I, I just get the sense that he would like Drieger to have a little bit more time perhaps to come off this injury. That's just me reading the tea leaves, so to speak, but I haven't been to practice uh, since the preseason, so I can't, or I should say since New Jersey, so I can't tell you for sure. We'll try to figure out what's happening there. Um, you know, Jack Eichel. <laughs> so I talked about that, I guess, uh, last week, right before the Buffalo game. Jack Eichel, we saw on social media that Jack Eichel is certainly in the building 
So, you know, something we got to watch out for. Um, all right, let me stop sharing here. I want to give you the lines for Kraken at practice yesterday on Monday. This comes from, again, Marissa and Jemmy. I will link uh, the the tweet about lines. Again, it might update because this is going live before morning skate. Um, but I'll link her tweet about uh, the lines for line rushes for practice. Also link the story that I was reading from. But yesterday we saw Schwartz, Winberg, and Eberly as that top line with um, Tanev, Gord, and Yarncrook, Johansson, uh, Geeky, and Donskoy, McCormick, and Blackwell on that left wing with Cheyenne as the centerman and Bastion on the right wing. As far as your D pairs, uh, we have Marissa reporting that it's Alexiak and Gio, Larson and Lausen, or Lazan, excuse me. Susie and Dunn and Fleury and Borgen. Now, Borgen, we'll see what happens there. I know that he hasn't gotten a lot of time. Hack's still just been talking about opportunity coming and, you know, but you have some injuries. So we'll see what happens with Borgen. Um, so those are the line rushes for practice. When it comes to, um, uh, oh, sorry. I mentioned, I mentioned already the, uh, I mentioned already the, uh, injuries. So we got that square. Um, I wouldn't be surprised. I, I know I keep saying this, but I'm, I just keep going back and forth. Wouldn't be surprised to see Drieger. I really wouldn't be surprised. I think we kind of need to see Drieger. Maybe he has a short leash, but I, I like the idea of giving Ruby some time to just reflect, settle into how things are going. Uh, but we'll see what happens. Um, this game puck drops at, uh, again, 10 p.m. Eastern time. Um, and we know the odds are favoring Vegas. Not surprising, but uh, this is a team that we're right there. Well, Vancouver is in between us now, but we're right there with them in the standings for the Pacific Division. Again, I talked about this yesterday, but we have, and I mentioned this earlier, Edmonton at the top of the table, followed by Calgary and Anaheim. That's one of our opponents upcoming. Then San Jose, LA, then Vegas, Vancouver, and Seattle. Uh, they round out the bottom three for the Pacific Division with us, the Seattle Kraken, being in the basement, down in the basement. A lot of things I'm looking for, well, a lot of, sorry, a lot of things I'm looking for for the Seattle Kraken team. Got to tighten up on defense. I'm looking to see, are they going to go with someone who's maybe a little bit more mentally sharp in Chris Juger, maybe a little less physically fatigued, although is that even real? We know he's had the injury. Um and I'm looking for the Seattle Kraken to have a good first period and a good third period, but they have to keep the intensity up in the middle frame. That's all I've got for this episode of Locked on Kraken. Oh, finally, I want to let you know about the Locked on Roundtable. We're going to be talking about, this is a trigger warning, but some of the instances of sexual assault, the investigations of racism in the National Hockey League. So I'm going to be joined by some hosts. It's going to be live on this uh YouTube page. We're going to go live at around 4 p.m. Eastern time today. And then for the rest of the week, 
we will have snippets and excerpts of that. I know also a channel that we call Locked On Presents will also be carrying that. But this is an extremely important conversation to have as part of the hockey-loving community. And so I'm very thankful to some of my Locked On hosts that are going to join me. I apologize because my screen is going to be grainy for those watching on YouTube. Uh, but, you know, I'm on the road and I did not pack the webcam for this. But next time I'll have it nice and fresh for you. Tomorrow we will, of course, go over this game at Las Vegas and make sure as always that you are following locked on Kraken because you'll get my immediate reactions after this game tonight in Las Vegas. But that's all for now. I am your host, Erica Lindsay Ayala, thanking you for making locked on Kraken your first listen. And of course, you know that your next listen for the day is going to be locked on fantasy hockey with Scott Cullen. Scott will be one of the people, one of the hosts joining me on this locked on round table that I mentioned just a little bit uh, ago, but when he's not talking about how to make hockey better, he's leaning on his decades of fantasy hockey insight and experience every day to help you be the expert of your fantasy league. And just like everything else on the Locked On Podcast Network, Locked On Fantasy Hockey, Locked On Kraken, and my other show, Locked On Women's Basketball, is free for you to enjoy at any platform that you choose. But for now, this is your host, Erica Lindsay Ayala of Locked On Kraken, reminding you to hold fast, stay true, and of course, let's go Kraken.